0: Thank you for choosing to listen to Mummy on a Break podcast. I am Maria Newman, otherwise known as Mummy on a Break. My journey to becoming Mummy on a Break started back in 2016. That was the year I took voluntary redundancy whilst on maternity leave with my second baby and without really having a plan. The only thing I knew at that moment was that I needed to change my job. And if I didn't seize the day and take my chance, I'd be in the same job doing the same thing up until the time I retired. The thought of that scared me. So long story short, I embarked on my journey of being mummy on a break, which actually started with my decision to start my own business. And by following a very windy road, it led me to create the life I really wanted. I now help women who are like the old me. I help busy working mums who are tired and exhausted take back control and create the life they really want. If you want to find out more about how I can help you, then check out my website mummyonabreak.co.uk and click on work with me. However, for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this podcast episode. Welcome to the Mummy on a Break podcast. My name is Maria Newman, and I am Mummy on a Break. You can find out more about me and Mummy on a Break on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. During this podcast series, I will be interviewing ordinary mums like you and me, Who are mums in business? My guest today is Sarah Cook, who is a social media expert and founder of Come Network With Me in the Bristol area. She is a great supporter and advocate of women in business and through her networking group encourages women to support, collaborate, inspire and motivate each other so that they can thrive in business. Welcome, Sarah. Hello. Thank you. So I know you but our listeners don't. Can you tell us a bit about yourself, your story, and how you got to where you are today, so our listeners can get a feel for who you are and Yes. your essence? Yes. So, where do I start? I think I start with social
1: media. Well, actually, no. Back a few steps from that. So, before I did social media, I did an events business. When my daughter was about three, three and a half, I was kind of like itchy feet, itchy fingers. I want to go and do something else now. I've done the mummy bit. Obviously, you've never done the mummy bit. Um, But that's what I felt at that time. And I wanted to kind of go out sort of socially, but not kind of just drinking. I wanted to go out and learn. And I want my brain to be active because I just spent my life just doing Alphabet songs and Play-Doh for for what felt like years. I was like, I can't do any more Play-Dohs. It's gonna drive me mad. So I wanted to be with other adults, other mums, other women, learning something. So my brain was active, and maybe having a few glasses of champagne or something nice as well. (laughs) So
0: (laughs) I like that. Good.
1: (laughs) That bit hasn't changed. (laughs) Uh, Yes. (laughs) Um, So I set up the beauty event, which was. daytime, evening and then it turned into some weekend events mainly for mums and then sometimes for families. Um, Purpose being that mums could come and have a drink and socialise, have time out from the family, have time out from kind of mummy jobs, um, have inspirational speakers, there'd be massage therapists, you might make something, we had Lush there doing bath bombs and then talks and speakers and so it was lovely, it was brilliant. Um, but what I realised was that every time I had an event, and this, this is just kind of the life of events, but then, this was new to me, um, and the idea was that this would work around my daughter. I think by then, the second one had come as well, so they, they were both there. <laughs> I was like, it's brilliant, I've got a business of my own, it's going to work around the children. Uh no. <laughs> what happened is... The children fitted in, in all the little gaps of the business that I had. Mm. And there were very few gaps. And every time I had an event, and the, I had more and more events, as I felt it was getting better and bigger, mm-hmm. every event was build up, build up, build up, build up, event. Ugh. And then after event, I was on a proper low. Yeah. So that was the time when I had time for the children. Mm. But I was like, where's the next bit of money coming from? Where, what's the next event going to be? I've got to start on the next one. Mm. So it got to a point where I realised that they weren't coming first and I needed to, and wanted them to come first. And I was on this roller coaster of events up, 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 and then down. And it was just continuous like that. Um, and I started to have people who were in my team, like therapists and speakers, say to me, can you help me do some of my Facebook or my Twitter? And I was like, why? Because because you do it really well to like promote your events. I was like, oh, thanks, that's nice. No, I don't do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's not my business. That's, that's not my thing. I do this. Mm. Um, but it came at a really, really good time because I didn't want to do the roller coaster events. Mm. Um, I wanted something more stable, more kind of just, just I could do it every day. It kind of didn't have these ridiculous highs mm. and lows. So I thought, right, okay, let's go for it. So on one weekend. <laughs> The weekend after the last event, I was like, right, that's the last event. I set up a Facebook page. I called it SHC Social Media, which are my initials, which everyone got wrong. They're like, is it S-C-H-H-C? I was like, no,
0: this is my initials.
1: It's <laughs> nothing complicated. Oh. <laughs> um, and then I had like five clients within the first week. Because there's all the people that i had been working with over the last yeah. couple of years who'd all said, you know, your social media looks really nice. Can you help me do mine? So then I was quite quickly managing people's social media, because that's, at the beginning, all I knew was to do, that's what they wanted, that's what they wanted Mm to help with, here's my Facebook, here's my Twitter, here's my Instagram, whatever, can you manage it, can you sort it, I don't want to see it, I don't want anything to do with it, just get on with it and do it for me, so that grew quite quickly, and I then had about 13 to 14 clients, so I was like, literally, hat on, hat off, next client, (laughs) hat on, hat off, And I got back into the craziness of kids at the bottom of the pile uh, yeah. again thing. And I was like, I, I don't want to manage all of these accounts. I'm just, it's 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 a bit bonkers. I'm mm. all over the place. I'm literally like, it's all over the shop. Um, and then I kind of went into workshops and consultancy. So I'd go into a business, help, give them the information that they needed do some mentoring with them and then i'd leave but with support as opposed to me looking after yeah. so and i and i enjoyed that more so then i stopped the management and then just focused on the workshops um mentoring kind of consultancy mm-hmm. then um twen- end of 2016 i think that's right i should check some dates should <laughs> <laughs> roughly a couple of years ago or so actually it'll be four years this year i think yeah so is that right yes done maths yeah. right yeah
0: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it was a not drunken I don't get drunk but a slightly tipsy um Christmas and I was like wouldn't it be amazing if networking was like this and I kind of like built in my head this picture of it being happy and smiley and sociable and lots of hugs and some Prosecco and I was like oh I'm gonna make networking <laughs> like this maybe I should just do it so I was like right um, I rang up, um, what was it called? Gold Brick House. Yes. Which is now the florist. Yeah. Where I'd done lots of social media workshops and things, so I knew the venue really well. hmm And I said, I want to book a table. What's the largest table that I can book for dinner um, where I don't have to pay for a room? So, like, yeah. private hire. Because yeah. I if I pay for private hire... Am I going do If I pay for private hire, then <laughs> I'm... Gonna be in a bit of a pickle because if no one turns up, I'm gonna have a massive bill to pay. Yeah, that's not good. So that's not going really good. So I was like, so I think it was ten. I can't remember. It was either ten or twelve that you could book a table for on the regular um restaurant kind of floor. So I was like, right, I'll do that. um And I invite, you know, eleven other women to join me, and we'll have dinner and we'll have drinks or whatever. And I said to a friend of mine, if no one else comes, it's just you and me. And <laughs> will you have dinner with me? Like, yeah, it's fine. And then, you know, within a couple of days, I'd filled it. And that was that was like the first come network with me. So it was an evening thing yes, rather than yes, a day thing? Yes, yes. It, it was oh. evening, yeah. And lots of them at, at the beginning were evening. And over the years, I've done evenings, I've done mornings, I've done daytime lunches. Um, I've done sweet treats, which was basically three puddings and wine over networking um i
0: like the sound of that one i know it's good (laughs)
1: yeah and lots and lots of things like that um then the social media was kind of integrated into come network with me and i offered um workshops for come network with me members Then Come Network with me grew and got bigger, and I streamlined working with the amazing Tammy. Amazing Tammy, who's brilliant at helping me really streamline because I love gold, sparkly, shiny things, and I'm like, oh, look at this, look at this, I'll do this, oh no, I'll do this.
0: So Tammy is um, Tammy Aitchison, who is a business coach, and she is a very talented lady. So, yes, she does keep... um, us entrepreneurs on the straight and narrow absolutely
1: keeps me on track and she, she said one of the really really useful things to me she said take in all that sparkly shiny stuff don't ignore it but channel it into something you already do because every time a sparkly thing came along I thought I'll do another event I'll do another workshop I'll set up another side of my business whereas I could just have taken the idea molded it a bit and put it into something that I already had mm. as opposed to creating another thing yeah um, So, yeah. So come network with me. We tried out loads of different things, and now it's 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 got a good formula. I'll still be trying out things because my idea is to. I, I missed out the bit where I said what come network with me is, isn't it? But I but it evolved. It started from me wanting to have networking that was something that I hadn't been to. Everything that I went to. Was either a lunch and you'd meet this person on your right and you'd meet this person on your left and you didn't really talk to anybody else and then you'd be like, oh well that was kind of nice, but I don't really know whether I really got anything from mm. it. And I and I just thought I want to have something which is nice and valuable. Yeah. And also it wasn't networking that you got anywhere else. So people would go, oh that's really interesting. Well, I'd never thought of that. So I'm trying to always create experiences which feel unique and different and everybody feels included. Like I get people I had an email this week, someone said to me, I've been to all these networking things and I feel like a complete alien. I want to fit in. So, Come Network with Me tries to make everyone feel that they fit in whether they've not felt that they fit in yes, other places. Yes. So it's so that's my that's my thing I want to be like massively inclusive especially for people who feel that they in the past have been on the edge or they just don't like networking or they they're not part of a gang. It's like this is this is for everyone.
0: Yes. And I can vouch because you go to a a lunch i can't talk about masterminds yet but you do go to a lunch and you genuinely feel like you're getting a big hug yeah everybody it feels like you're you are included and it, it isn't like a gang that you can't be part of yeah so yeah it's 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 a lovely feeling that you've created. Thank you very much. Thank you.
1: Um, and then I was loving Come Network with Me and bringing the social media work into that, so that was going really well. And then people get saying to me, Oh, you should have a membership. And I was like, No, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not on a membership. Because what I thought of a membership was the membership models that I'd seen before. It's like, Well, I don't want to do that. Mm. And then I realised that the networking that I created wasn't what I'd seen before I'd created something brand new brand new for me Mm. Um, so eventually I was persuaded to start a membership that was what I wanted to do so I was like okay so let's give this a go if I'm going to create a membership then it's definitely 300% got to be my own way so that was when the tribe was born um, we've now got about 40 members and that has evolved massively. I now channel um, social media programs into the tribe. Um, we have tribe experiences. We have tribe nights out. We have our tribe masterminds. There's a very active Facebook group. At the moment, I'm running a six-week challenge with six different guest experts covering marketing, SEO, finance, sales, the lot. It's it's brilliant and I just I just love it.
0: It's amazing. So your business... Because I usually ask people, well, you know, what triggered it? And you've obviously covered that. But it has evolved over time. It's not like you had an idea and you went with that idea. It it has been an evolution over six years? Yeah, yeah. Six years? So in those six years, what has been your biggest challenge?
1: Oh, Oh, goodness. There's, There's so many um big handful some i think like the biggest challenge is i guess self-belief it's like to keep going you know that there was a moment a, a kind of really crappy moment a couple of years ago and i was like that's it i'm done <laughs> got my cb out which was like ancient and sort of tried to work out you know how i could make it look any better and then i went around to some agencies and reluctantly gave my cb thinking you know i, I must do a proper job and i must you know have consistent income and, and I must all these things and you know I think I think it just felt like a real low because I just didn't believe in myself enough yeah. but it's so hard to keep believing when you don't know but if you don't believe then it won't happen
0: so that's so that self-belief yeah yeah and what happened did did they they took your cv they, or? yeah well then no one ever rang me because I think <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to fit any of their jobs <laughs> And I'm a
1: bit rubbish at being an employee, so... Well, you know what and thankfully it? they didn't ring me, because they wouldn't have wanted to do it anyway.
0: Well, there's a common theme over um, the people who I've interviewed for both this series and the previous series, where business owners have said you know i'm just past the point of being an employee i cannot yeah. be an employee yeah. i'm now an employer or a yeah. sole trader or
1: i don't think i was ever an employee i've just you know i've always been self-employed throughout the children earlier years and things i have been employed but mm. never corporate style 9 to 5 it's been you know independent companies and things that are quite flexible um, but I just don't fit into the employee mould very well yeah. I kind of look at what they're doing and think but I, I want to be in your shoes and I, I don't, I don't, it doesn't feel very good
0: yeah.
1: and, I, and I, then because I'm not very good at it yeah. I think they must think I'm rubbish <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I'm like I don't do this, I'm not very good at this So what's been the best thing that you've done so far in your business?
1: Oh, so many, so many best things. Um, the tribe is phenomenally amazing. Seeing these women come together and when we do a tribe experience or, you know, we get together for something and seeing how these women have gelled and then they go, yeah, we're doing a collaboration of this, this and this and we've just sold out on this workshop and I'm just, my heart just melts and it's just epic. I just love that. Um, over the years I've had some really good sponsors at the moment uh, Amanda from Gift for a free sponsors our come network with me lunches oh, and it's just a dream and every year I say Amanda would you like to do some more? She says yes! <laughs> and I keep thinking she's going to go no I'm done now but she keeps coming back and we keep working together and it's so natural and it feels so good it's just completely in alignment so having those really special sponsors is brilliant um, working with Tammy has been a big highlight. Um, that's been really, really helpful for me, keeping me, you know, properly on track and self-belief as well. Um, yeah, lot, lots of lots of highs, yeah. Having a room full of women who have booked to come to lunch, or so next week we've got the Christmas lunch, <laughs> and I was like, mm, I said to Tammy, you know, there's there's been some difficulties this year and i was like well let's just take the pressure off and we were both like yeah we'll just just aim for 40 uh, just aim for 20 and i was like, yeah because that's how many we have for a regular lunch and then we'll just have a the same number but it'll be you know christmas one so i've got all these ideas for christmas special and now there's 40 so we double the number so i know next week when there's a moment that i'm not charging around like headless chicken i look and see all these women talking and smiling and laughing and enjoying themselves and doing what I call proper, good networking, then I will just have the biggest, biggest
0: grin. And you will take a moment to do that, won't you? Just to, like, just stand back and go, I did this! I did this! (laughs) Yay! So, you've mentioned um, at the beginning, you obviously are a mum, and that is important to you to put the girls first. How do you manage that mummy juggle? So <laughs> there's kind of the, there's the ideal me <laughs> For, you aspire to be. <laughs> I aspire to be
1: <laughs> who has boundaries, <laughs> who um, gives them, you know, dedicated kind of mummy daughter, mummy son time as a three or as like one on one. And I do have to keep reminding myself of things like that. Um, I could write a book
0: on how to be a great mum, <laughs> I just need to read it and do it. <laughs> but being a great mum is whatever you make it, it's not someone else's like standard or what you think yes. you should be. Yeah. So, Sarah Cook, the mum, how do you do it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm always looking for opportunities where I can kind of go, right, well we've got that hour on that day every week let's do something with it. So, for example, my daughter does lots of synchronised swimming, um, so me and my son are often by a pool and she's doing swimming. So I thought, well, we could do homework together. So for a long time, we do homework, but you can't do homework for two hours. You know, he's, he's done in 20 minutes. And he's fine, he likes watching her swim. And I was like, well, I'll bring my laptop and I'll do work. So I end up using that space for work. And I still do that sometimes. But now... Um, once a week him and I go swimming because there's about four pools so while she's swimming we'll swim and uh, to be honest I couldn't say I love it what
0: the swimming <laughs> no you're not a swimmer
1: well I love swimming when yeah. I'm on my own but yeah. with my nine-year-old and I've got to just play ball and you know him climb on me and stuff <laughs> it's it's not that you know it's not it's kind of like having a three-year-old and you're doing play dough constantly yes it? yeah so but that's part of it you know afterwards i'm like yeah we love that we did enjoy it we did have fun together during i i couldn't say
0: <laughs> you're the, in the moment yeah, but yes i'm doing it yeah
1: <laughs> but i always i'm always pleased afterwards i've done it so that's become a thing that we do together um we always try to have little chats when i pick them up from school i say what's what's your highlights today and we always try and talk about some nice things have happened my son always said nothing i was like no well you've got to think of something so i say what did you have for lunch and he'll say sausages and i say were they nice and he'll say yes and i say well that was your highlight then.
0: <laughs> you have a default
1: <laughs> yeah so I'm trying to be like positive with them but real try and give them enough time to kind of just have conversations with me um recently they've got really into me giving them a massage so the other night they're both in oh. they're both in one of their beds together and I had to like massage one then massage the other da, 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 da. So I was like, <laughs> And then they said, oh mum, it's your going now. I was like, no, no, it's fine. I'd <laughs> rather <problem> you didn't. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. So my daughter got hold of me and like, she kind of battered me to pieces. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's, it's nice, it's fun. Um, yeah, and my son loves it when I like lie down with him at bedtime, which I try and not say yes to every night because it becomes then a habit and he'll want me to be there every single night. So I'm like, oh, I'm not tonight, but I'll do it another night. And then I will just lie then just stroke his hair or something and he likes that so
0: yeah it's nice okay so you've been in business for a good amount of time you've obviously had your challenges what piece of advice whether it's one or a couple has someone given you where you've sort of gone yeah that sort of brought me back interline and it's something that replays in your head whenever you have mm. those moments of self-doubt one piece of advice that somebody has given to you that you've held on to yeah i
1: can't remember who it was but someone said say yes and then worry about it later so you know like that gut, gut instinct that says yeah 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 yeah, i'm gonna do this and then the rest of you goes oh <laughs> no i haven't got enough time i'm not experienced enough i haven't got the right tech and nah, i just won't bother someone else will do it better blah 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 blah, blah you know all those things Just say yes and work it out. Mm. Don't, you know, don't fib. (laughs) Don't mislead people, but when you know you can, and you know, you tick all the boxes, say yes. And then if there are things you aren't sure how to do, then ask people and they'll help you. But don't say no because you think, oh no, 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 I just just can't, or someone else will do it better.
0: So turn it around. What is one piece of advice that you would give someone else?
1: Do it now. Don't don't put it off. It's like when people say, "Oh, the perfect age to have children is twenty nine and a half." <laughs> After you've been to uni and you've bought a house and you've been in your job this many years and you've got to this level, and of... I was like, "Bollocks!" Am I not sure? not so.
0: Well, you have. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's not a perfect age to have a child. There's not a perfect age to start a business. You just have to do it. You just got to, just, you literally just have to go for it. Don't wait for that moment where you're made redundant or someone else gives yeah. you a suggestion. You know you want to do it. There's something inside of you that knows you want to go for it and have your own business and you have this idea. Just do it. Just do it.
0: So I'm going to ask you a very similar question. There'll be listeners going, right. I just wanna do it. Just but 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 I'm frightened or whatever. What words of wisdom would you give that individual who might have an idea in their head or wants to like give up their job or whatever it is yeah. to stop procrastinating yeah. and just do it?
1: Yeah. Two things, find a coach. Mm-hmm. Well actually the the first thing first, go to networking. Yeah. Go to try lots of different networking. And then find something where you feel those people connect with you. You feel like you've got things in common. And you go, these people are just like me. And they struggled at the beginning. They weren't sure. And they didn't know they should. Um, I've had people come to come network with me. Or they've contacted me and said, I'm not really sure I should come. I don't have a business yet. I was like, no, no, you must. Because that's the best time to go to networking. Because you're meeting other people who've been where you are. Who've made that decision. They've made that leap. And they're a bit further ahead than you. So it's just juicy information that you can absorb and context, and just, it's just a right, you need to be in the right environment. There's that saying, isn't there? Surround yourself by, you know, the five people that you surround yourself by, that's, oh, how's it go? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Describe it to us.
1: Or <laughs> well, whoever the five peop- people are that you surround yourself with in your life, that's the person that you are. So yeah. choose the people that you spend time with. So if you have this idea but you don't want to leave your job and you spend all of your time with your colleagues, then it's gonna be harder for it to happen. Mm. But If you start spending time with other people who have left their job and are setting up their business, then it will rub off on you and it will feel right and you'll feel more confident that you can do it. So, and through that, through, the, <laughs> through the first one, through the networking, then you'll find all of these contacts, you'll find all this information, have a book, write it all down, and then through that you'll find a coach speak to different coaches and find the person it's like a marriage you know, you gotta find it's like a business marriage yeah, yeah. gotta find the right person for you nobody's wrong or right it's just the it's just the fit for you yeah find that person and then they'll keep you on track and the networking will help you build your confidence meet the right people you know it it will it will give you that
0: boost and it does it it, it really does and you're so right about finding the right people for you. Yeah. And and that isn't the same for everyone. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that because we're all different. Yeah,
1: yeah. And that's what I say to people when they join the Come Network with me Facebook group. I say, well, come to an event and then you'll know whether it feels like it's something that you want to do mm. more. And if it doesn't feel right, then that's great as well because then you know that this isn't for you. But you've got, you've got to be in the right place. It feels mm. good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, finally if people want to get in contact with you, which I'm sure they will, how's the best way to get in contact with you?
1: Any form of social media, um, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, not really on Twitter so much anymore, so all, <laughs> all of those, um, or on my website, which is currently saracook.co.uk.
0: Brilliant. Thank you, Sarah, for spending the time to talk to me. Thank you. And thank you, listeners, for listening. Thank you.